Well, it's Artax and the Beef, here to brighten up your week. While they may not get it right, still the show is kind of tight. So sit back and listen in. Welcome everyone to Artax and the Beef Tour of the Marvel Universe. It's this brand new radio show that you're tuning into for the first time today. I'm your host, Artax. And I'm the Beef, you see? <laughs> Welcome. We're glad to have you. This is a show that we've been doing for... Based on how good we are at it, you're probably thinking two, three lifetimes. It's not the case. About ten weeks, nine, ten weeks... Going through the Marvel Universe, whole cinematic universe, non-Sony, non-Eric, Banna, Incredible Hulk, in release order, working our way up to Avengers 4, Endgame. Very exciting. And today we also have a special guest, Hillary. Hi, everybody. <laughs> She's so special. It's like she was surprised that she was here. I was... <laughs> shocked and awed that I was even here. So That you made the cut. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys had a long list of was, people that can be on this yeah. podcast. Uh, you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, we had to we had um, to draw lots. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. A lot of good men died. Yeah, well, it was, for me, it was worth it. So. But the most important thing is that you're here with us now. Well, I appreciate it. So, yeah, as the beef said, we are re-watching and commenting on all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And today we will be watching Captain America 2 Winter Soldier. And maybe there's a 2 in there, maybe there's not. But I don't think there is. I don't think Winter there is Soldier either. is certainly in the title. So let's yeah. get right into the discussion. Uh, what does everyone remember about this movie? Or Yeah. yeah. So, the beef saw it in theaters. I know I was in theaters. I have a distinct memory of the film because it rained whilst I was in theaters and I left my windows down. Oh. So when I came out to my car, I had, uh, I had, wet, I had wet seats. Were you oh. alone? Yes. Oh, that's even sadder. <laughs> Just walking out. Just walking out in the rain, getting to your car and realizing there's wet seats. Yeah, that's, uh, it's the only thing sadder than going to the movies by yourself. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say something in defense of people going to the oh, movies by the themselves. Oh, I do too, but I, I think just it's wanted fantastic. to make fun of the beef. Yeah, well. Well, yeah, it's good when everyone else does it. When yeah. the beef does it, it's just sad. <laughs> it's just sad. Well, but... I typically go to the theater alone, but I buy a lot of concessions, so it looks like someone's <laughs> just late. No, no, I'm meeting them in there. That's why I have three of these cups of uh, pop. <laughs> Yeah, but well, what do they call it? What do they call it? What, what is? What is I, was, this, I was trying to come up drink? with. I don't understand. I was trying to come up with slushy, and mm. I only got as far as pop. So. so Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. So remember it being a good flick. Remember it being. It's less super superhero y, right? You have a really awesome uh, callback or bring back of Hydra as the enemy. They do. I think they do a really. A really great, clever job with that, uh, but it's it's more uh, spy spy filmy. Like There's, espionage. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's more of a mind. You know, it's not like oh, how how can I throw the shield harder, right? That's right. Like okay, I'm 
I don't think so, anybody can fly. In so this we're time. saying that this actually moves more to having a plot that needs to be supported by good writing as opposed to, well, superhero, they can do anything, portal. Yeah, it's less of the, uh, we have a convenient plot hole between universes <laughs> so we can get yeah. from Earth to Asgard, uh, lickety-split, and more of... Hey, we have to hitchhike down the highway because our car blew up. And well, you know what I was I want to say about this? The first Captain America I thought did a really nice job with that same idea, which pulled me into the film more yeah. because I was like, "Oh, that's a really great way of putting it 1940s. He's, you know, the reason yep. he is Captain America is because we needed like that hero at the time." So I'm excited for a film that also uses a dedicated plot line as opposed to Portal. So yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm Gonna go ahead and call a shot here. I I think special guest Hillary is really gonna enjoy this because it, there is a healthy amount of captivating uh, dialogue, drama, uh, and the like. Based on there isn't a clear black and white of good guys and bad guys mm. in this one. Like the 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 lines of good and evil and right and wrong start to blur, and it makes for again you know Captain America. He's a guy dropped into this new age jungle, right? The world has changed a lot from the clarity of Nazis are bad, right? And now right. he's operating in a world as an implement for S.H.I.E.L.D., for the U.S. government, for what? And so he starts to, I think in this one, have have some misgivings about right and wrong in the modern era. So, I, could yeah. be, I could be skipping into Civil War here, though. No, I think I, that definitely, that lines up. Yeah. It starts, it sets up Civil War in this movie. Yeah. So you bring up something that I was going to ask. You said modern era. So obviously when we ended Captain America 1, he woke up. We're in the middle of Times Square, which is where you put all inpatients when mm-hmm. they wake up from mm-hmm. comas. Naturally. Naturally. And then, of course, we have the Avengers. This is post-Avengers, so we are in present day. Yes, this is chronologically in order. I mean, just like we saw in Iron Man 3 was post-Avengers, dealing with a little PTSD for Tony Stark, and then Thor also post-Avenger. I mean, you know, so this is lining up after all of that other stuff. I mean, this is the next one in the line. It's chronologically uh, sound. Yeah. You know, I don't think we'll see a whole lot that leads towards um, the Infinity Stones in this. I mean, maybe a little bit of Hydra stuff. But I think what you really get here is it's almost like a James Bond movie mm. where there's like a little espionage, a little little sneaking around, but then there's also big fight scenes and explosions. It's maybe a little more action-packed than a James Bond movie, but it's similar. Do, yeah. we, do we have recurring characters? Do we see Carter? Do we see... Bucky, do you, you see? Yeah, yeah, you see Carter, you see Bucky, you see Nick Fury. Nick Fury and uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow, are, are, are pretty are fairly prominent because you're operating inside of the S.H.I.E.L.D. universe, so he is formerly a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, I believe, at this point, where you know Tony Stark is billionaire playboy, Thor is a demigod, Mark Ruffalo is... You know, just off. a national treasure. Yeah, <laughs> and so you know, I think you you get a lot more of this is Shield's operation from a day to day when you're not being in, invaded by Loki. Yeah, and Captain America, Steve Rogers has kind of been drawn into that fold rather than just hanging out in a uh, 
you know, 1940s apartment beating up on boxing. boxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing that I'm taking away the most from you guys kind of recapping this entire thing and having uh, listened to your other podcasts, sometimes you can't really recall what's going on. And this one seems pretty accurate. So I'm thinking you were a bit more intrigued with this one than maybe past uh, movies. I think we're also starting to benefit from this movie came out maybe 2013, 2014. Oh, so it's more yeah. so we're, we're a lot closer yeah. to it. Um, before we we, have, we need to move on to our next segment here and start making some predictions about where is Stan? Yeah. Any guesses? Where is Stan? Um, so we're in present day. What mm-hmm. city are we in? Uh, D.C. Okay. Oh, yeah. A bunch of other places too, but yeah. primarily D.C. I think he is going to be on the mall having his picture taken with the Washington Monument. Oh, like doing one of those pose deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it was going to tip over if it wasn't for me. It wasn't for old Stan. Uh, I'm going to go with early in the film. Early in the film, uh, first transition, he's got no lines. <laughs> so your prediction Fair. is he shows up in the first half of the film and then that's it. We will see him, but he will not speak. Yeah. Is that because he's a Milford man? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, that was a good one. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's uh, right. That's fine. Look it's it fine. Maybe when I'm older. Yeah. Do a something search. Um, <laughs> Bing it. <laughs> um, we're not officially sponsored. All right. So I think. Bye, <laughs> I think Stan, I think Stan, I really want him to interact with a main character. I don't know where he is. I just want straight up interaction with a main character. Like they do a secret handshake. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The beef is going to revoke his statement. Uh, In the opening scenes, uh, we get to see old Victory Rolls herself. Yeah. But she has suffered the savages, ravages of time. (laughs) It's just time. Okay. She got old. No, I got it. She's in like a nursing home. Sure. So I'm saying stands there. Oh, Oh. that's a good bet. Okay. Where you know that's where all old people are. I mean, that's a wildly inaccurate statement, but sure. For this movie, we can say yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this this cinematic universe, (laughs) certainly not in the real world. No. All right. Well, any last thoughts before we uh, sign off for the first half? God, I just I hope we are loosely accurate because we gave a lot of detail you did (laughs) yep okay okay all right let's go watch Wow, 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 wow,
Welcome back, everybody. Sorry we were a little bit delayed there. I had to meet with my barbershop quartet. Uh, they weren't all still around, though. But uh, welcome back to Artax and the Beef, Tour of the Marvel Universe. Uh, we're going to do things a little bit different based on some feedback we've received. It turns out not everybody is listening to 10 minutes of our podcast, then watching a two, two and a half hour movie, and then listening to 10 minutes more. Yeah, you're so doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong, but to, to help those of you who are doing it wrong... Um, we're going to give you a quick recap, and we figured uh, if we could boil a movie down to kind of six major points, that would match our six Infinity Stones, so that's what we're doing. Uh, so bear with me. The movie starts, and Cap is serving as a S.H.I.E.L.D. Special Force Forces agent. He starts to second-guess the mission and confronts Nick Fury. Fury starts his own investigation and gets attacked by the Winter Soldier and a bunch of mercenaries. Fury escapes and he tells Cap, S.H.I.E.L.D. is compromised. Trust no one. Before being shot and dying in a hospital. Cap is attacked by S.H.I.E.L.D. and goes on the lam with Widow to figure out what's wrong with S.H.I.E.L.D. Turns out, it's Hydra. Widow and Cap recruit Falcon, a paratrooper with metal wings. The three are attacked by S.H.I.E.L.D. slash Hydra and the Winter Soldier, who Cap realizes looks a lot like his friend Bucky. Uh, when it looks like they're about to be taken in by the Winter Soldier and all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. thugs, a not-dead Nick Fury and Maria Hill show up to save the gang. Fury, Maria Hill, Widow, Falcon, and Cap team up to take down the helicarriers-slash-drones of S.H.I.E.L.D.-slash-Hydra-slash-the-NSA. Cap squares off with Bucky, but prevails, and the helicarriers are all shot down. Cap saves Bucky, then Bucky saves Cap. Fury and Widow take out the Hydra Command and then do some Widow leaking of some documents. Mm. And that's six points to tell you the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> six points. All right. Wow. One really long one. Uh, I, I was really impressed by your book report. I didn't realize <laughs> that it was going to be yeah. so... So yeah. in depth. If so you that would have was... done one of those for each movie, we would be having a pizza party right now. <laughs> you would have earned your uh, your free personal pan pizza. That's true. Well, next week, one of the two of you can do it, and we'll be able to make jokes at your expense. Listen, I'm just a special guest. My appearance is not guaranteed. I don't know how to read or write. <laughs> so it looks like you yeah. again. Yay! Yeah. Oh, wow, we did Artex it. has a new role. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into breaking down this movie. Um, turns out I forgot something early when I said, oh, nobody flies in this movie. I forgot about the Falcon, who uh, his whole point is to fly. His so, whole deal. Right. Yeah, that's his whole Hence thing. the Falcon. So that was on me. Uh, what else? What did people I, forget? I didn't forget anything. I pretty much nailed it. I <laughs> feel like, recall. other than the stand prediction, um, crushed it. What was your stand prediction? He was, uh... What did you... You said, like, second half of the movie? No, first half. Oh, first half. Oh, no, half. I, I said he was going to be in the old folks' home with Peggy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he was Smithsonian guard. Yeah. You know what? I'm so Not mad. a very good one. No, not a good one. Didn't do his job. And he was right in saying, I'm so fired. Um, I was really disappointed in myself because I had an inkling to say, I bet Stan is some kind of security detail... But I didn't say it, mm. and I went with interaction, which 
again, wrong for me because it's just him talking to himself. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, similar to the Marvel films themselves, there's a lot of references to the other films. I would like everyone to go back and listen to The Incredible Hulk where I called out that Stanley was a security guard. <laughs> and yes, you this did. was where he and was. This is, and so, points. Thank you. You know, I'm going to take a half point <laughs> because he was on the mall because the Air and Space Museum is technically on the mall. Fair. So, half point. He was not posing with the Washington Monument, but, you know, that's why it's only a half point. Mm-hmm. Also, if we're going back to the Incredible Hulk, I think that's where I called out that Batrock the Leaper shows up in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we get Batrock the Leaper in this movie. We, we do. If we're going back to things and giving ourselves points, <laughs> I want some points for going through this movie. Oh, that okay, is Okay, now, here's the thing. The movie is the reward itself. It's, it's my turn. All right, this is my segment. And now it's All right, so I know people are going to be mad. I know the two of you are going to be mad. But I'm going to go for it anyway. Listen and then judge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, I thought this was a good movie. I enjoyed where Marvel took the character. I thought that the plot was actual plot. It thickened at points. It was great. However, there was a lot going on that I didn't think we necessarily needed. And I found myself being like, are we in the second act? No. The third? No. We're just we're just fighting. There was so much fighting in this that happened almost every single scene change i just got bored i will say this for the fighting it's far more realistic fighting minus you know three helicarriers getting shot down and the guy who's flying with metal wings if you take those parts of the movie out it's a lot of like hand-to-hand um you know caps squaring off about against a whole bunch of other guys so I thought that part was good. Right. When we were watching it, we said this is really alluding to a Jason Bourne or a Bond type thing. And I agree with that, which made it interesting to watch. But after a while, there were so many fight scenes that I just got to the point where I was like, can we move along with the movie? All right. I'll take your right. silence yeah. as complete agreement. <laughs> I'll take my answer I, I, off the air. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Whatever. With all that. <laughs> I was super excited. Uh, did a couple times in the film where there were great call-outs on future uh, Marvel movies and stuff in the in the whole canon. You had the uh, a spoiler alert for everybody. You had the call-out for uh, Stark's father mm-hmm. uh, getting whacked, and then. Uh, and then this random dropping of Stephen Strange's name, yeah, by Sitwell, like that was, like there no, like you know, no reference to him. And so I think that's a that was I was excited by that because it's a cool part of doing this whole, this whole deal with watching all the movies is like seeing where people start to get woven into the universe. And so you just get a random Stephen Strange reference with zero context. Yeah, I think I definitely missed that the first time oh, around. Yeah, for um, sure. So that was that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit. It's what is it? The Mind Stone or the Will Stone, whatever it is that powers Vision in Avengers Two. That's what's inside the spear, I think, and you see that at the end. So we have a little Infinity Stone action in the first post credit scene. Wait, I thought that was just Loki's scepter. Isn't there a stone in it? Yeah, but I think that's that's the power stone. 
I thought the, or the power... space stone. The te- that was, I don't know, the Tesseract. So you get the Tesseract, the Ether. I didn't think that there was another stone in that. I think that's... Well, that's what they snatch out of uh, Vision's head. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> I think so you're supposed should... to say spoiler alert before. Oh. I think this is where you guys make a bet on air about this. I still have that Starbucks gift card in my <laughs> wallet. And I will put it on the line saying that that scepter actually is an infinity stone yeah i'm i'm not gonna contest that because if it's not the <laughs> it's not the tesseract stone yeah i'm not sure stone, what it is it's, um, it's probably a stone so yeah um can i talk about my favorite part of the film is it the shirtless part oh. <laughs> i mean Second favorite part. Of the film. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fine. Let me allow me to rephrase the second favorite part of the film. His little list. Oh yeah. When Cap gets out his little <laughs> oh, yeah. list at the beginning of the film, and it's showing how he's trying to catch up to modern day current times, right? And he has this whole list of things that he needs to either <laughs> look up or try, and it's like Thai food, and then there's also you know Nirvana. You know, the band, and what else is on there? Disco. Disco is on there. Which I would recommend trying Nirvana, The State of Being. Right. I wasn't sure which way Rocky was on there. Yeah. So It was, it was like Rocky 1 and Rocky 3, right. but yeah. no, yes. no other Rockies. He had crossed out Star Wars, so we know that he was working his way yeah. through Star the list. Star Wars slash Trek. Yeah. Slash Trek. <laughs> He'd done the wars. Um, that was a great little piece yeah. in that film i really yeah, like that was that. nice yeah that was good that, that really brings in that like charm and humanity of the the human version of you know the super shielding the jump around <laughs> right <laughs> sure shielding the, shielding the clink clink yeah um i i appreciate that we start to get some of the more overt messaging um <laughs> like we have essentially a uh, evil government organization collecting data on people to drone strike them um and and to that end i think beef actually hit it really well in the first segment talking about we get a more complex understanding of the world and then also cap is like what's good and what's bad and where do i fit in this and it's not as black and white which made the plot more interesting and it made the storytelling of marvel more interesting so i i appreciated that part of the writing of this film yeah sure you're gonna you're gonna continue to get that Captain America: Civil War is is a continuation of this timeline. So I think from here we'll go Guardians of the Galaxy, then Avengers: Age of Ultron, then Captain America three, which is essentially another Avengers movie. It's just that the Avengers are fighting each other for the most of it. Yeah, yeah. Because do you have Thor and Incredible Hulk in that now? No, but, but you, you have get an of Iron Man like tertiary and guys. yeah. Yeah, um, so about this, the storyline around the, the government piece continues. Really, like, this is the kickoff of what is the second act for the greater canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. Age of Ultron introduces you, or no, Civil War introduces you to Black Panther. Oh, yeah. And so you start right. to open all that stuff up. So it gets, like, you know, we yeah, still, we still haven't solved the appropriate role of government in society. So I think they're just going to continue to beat that drum. Right. So speaking of the next part of the canon, what's coming up next? We have Guardians, Guardians of, of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy 1. Part 1? That's part 1. Just Is it part 1? It is part 1. Yeah, there was a part 2 that was... Eh. But Guardians of the Galaxy 1, fantastic. Russell. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, that was in 2. 
Yeah, um, I'm saying it was good. So I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. I will tell you, that is the first movie of really Marvel that I watched. I obviously didn't see the rest of the canon, so to me it was a standalone film, and it's an outstanding film, so I'm really excited about it. They, I mean, knock the cover off the wall with the soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing we'll, soundtrack. We'll get into that next week. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it on The Winter Soldier. Any final thoughts before we go? Nope. Bye. Toodles. <laughs>